Welcome to episode two of Move the Needle. Today we're going to talk about habits and routines and why I think you need them in your life. I'm going to tell you a story. I was talking to a friend the other day and she is a personal training coach. That's what she does. So she has clients and they meet with her online and she works out with them. She sets up routines with them and she just helps people through their health journey. And I asked her, why is it do you think, because I've heard her complain a lot about people just not showing up and how hard it is to get people to just keep going and get a routine and a rhythm going. And, and then after a couple of times they drop off and they don't come back and they make excuses and all the different complaints. I said, why do you think that that is that they can't do it? And she says, I just don't think people can commit. I don't think they know how to be consistent and show up. I think there's too many excuses and, and reasons why they can't come. And I chase them and I text them and I remind them and I go after them, but they, after a while, I just come to realize that they're not going to do it and I can't do it for them. And it reminded me of a time five-ish years ago in my life when um, I wasn't in a spot that I wanted to be in. I was doing good. Everything was fine but from an average perspective. But, you know, I, I was camping with my family one time and playing with my son and he took off running, chase me, dad. So I go to chase him down in the woods and I could not catch him. Seven years old, I'm 30. I should be in my prime and I can't even catch my seven-year-old son now. He's pretty quick. I'll give him that. But there's no reason I shouldn't. And I'm winded and I can barely keep up with him. And and it wasn't just that. It was my relationship with my wife was strained. I was working a ton and I was struggling under the weight of all the companies and all the new things that we were doing. I wasn't praying. I wasn't um, reading my Bible. I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do to maintain my relationship with God and my spirituality and my mental peace. I wasn't meditating. I wasn't doing any of the things. There's all the things I wanted to do. I want to journal. I want to exercise. I want to spend, go on dates with my wife. I want to do all these things, but I'm not getting them done. And that's pretty normal. I think most everybody's dealing with that in some way, shape, or form, but they just can't figure out how to get over the hump to create the thing that it was, the, the rhythm that they need in their life. And that's why we need habits and routines. I had to figure out how to go from where I was to where I wanted to be. And in order to do that, I needed to create a vision for where I wanted to be. And then I needed to break that vision down into the chunks that I needed to, to execute on in order to get to that vision. And so I read the books on the habits. I talked about to people about their routines. I, I went to the influencers on the internet who were the big time guys and said, what's, you, what's your routine? What's this thing? I listened to podcasts. I did all that type of work and realized everyone's got a different one because everyone has a different vision for where they want to go. And so the point here is, is that from there to where I am today, it took some time, but I figured out where I wanted to go and I broke it down into a timeline. I said, I want to get better in my relationship with my wife and my kids. I want to pray. I want to read my Bible. I want to better my relationship with God. I want to get my communication rhythms and my work-life balance and my building of my company tuned into a way that's manageable and feels peaceful and joyful through the process. And I want to get my health to a point where I'm physically fit so that I can chase my own son down in the woods <laughs> effectively and murder him at it because I'm an adult and he's a little punk, right? So how did I do that? I did it through routines. And how did I get the routines? Because this is the problem is that you can go, I'm going to do a routine. But if you don't 
commit to it for a long enough period, you can't make it into a habit. And if you don't make it into a habit, you're not going to stick with it, right? Habits take the habit loop measurement is 21 days. So if you can commit to doing something for 21 days, the neuroplasticity in your brain formulates the pathways that make it easier for you to tread that path and automate your responses and your cues when you're going through those habits. So you need to first do a 21 day cycle of whatever it is you want to do. And then you need to do it again and again. And the more you do it, the more you solidify that habit, which makes the routine a routine. A routine, a routine happens when you have habits that run in order and you can stack those habits into consistency so that no matter what you do, Click where you wake up in the morning and you bang out this routine and you, it doesn't even take you any mental energy to accomplish it, right? So now to this day, I'm the healthiest I've probably been since I've been a teenager. I have a great work-life balance. I have great dates with my wife on a regular basis. I'm taking her out at the right amount of time. I'm seeing my kids at the times that I specify in my routine. My health is the best that it's probably been since I was in a teenager, my spirituality is in a place where I want to be and it's growing constantly because I'm constantly praying and I'm reading my Bible. My relationships are good. I'm spending the time with my wife that I want and the kids that I want with intention and in a planned out way. And the business is still crazy, but I have it in a structured, manageable way. And I have habits and routines that keep it in rhythm and follow along so that it is a manageable amount and it's going in the direction they want each and every day, brick by brick, those things are getting built and moving marginally in the right direction every single day. It works. Why? Why bother? Why do we need to change anything? The thing about it is, is that you can live a really good life without habits and routines. You can do totally fine. But if you want to touch greatness, if you want to do the best version of yourself, and if you want to move things, move the needle is the name of this podcast. If you want to move the needle and towards greatness, habits and routines are the way to get there. The reason most people struggle so bad with creating habits and routines is because of the mental energy it takes to carry out the processes that you need to do day in, day out. And that's where taking something that's really hard for you, like getting up early and going out and exercising bang on every morning. If you do it consistently long enough, it turns into a habit. And once it turns into a habit, it doesn't take near the mental energy for you to do it anymore because your, your mind goes into automatic mode. You get up, the cue happens, your alarm clock rings, you put on your workout clothes, you go outside and you do it and you it's like you wake up and oh, that's done, no problem. The first day you do it's hard, the second day you do it hard, the third day you do it hard. 20th day, it's still hard, but it gets easier and easier each day that you do it. As you stack that process over and over and over again, the neuroplasticity in your brain makes that pathway. It gets trod. It's, I've, it's described by uh, Dr. Carolyn Leaf as a process of treading a path in grass. So if you walk through your lawn on the same path every day, pretty soon that grass is going to get flat. Pretty soon that ground is going to get packed. Pretty soon you're going to have a trail there. Well, that same thing happens in your brain. And once that trail's there, when you turn that corner, just like when you're driving to work in the morning and you don't, you don't think about which corner you turn at, you don't think about how fast you need to go. You don't think about hitting that cruise button. You just do it. And then you get to work and you're like, oh, I'm here. The same thing happens with every habit that you create in your life. So if you can get that, do that process long enough, eventually it takes the mental energy away and your brain wants to save mental energy. So once it becomes a habit, it's actually harder for you not to do it than it is for you to do it, right? The other problem is decision fatigue. 
Okay. If you have to wake up every morning and decide what am I going to do for my routine this morning? What exercises am I going to do? What drink am I going to have? What food am I going to eat? Every time you add more decisions and you leave that decision open, is this more mental energy that it takes to make that decision? You're setting yourself up for failure. So if you can step up the night before, the day before, the month before, whatever it is, set your plan out, write it down and get it nailed to the point where there's no decisions at all, you can kill it without having to decide. If you have to walk by that donut and go, hmm, should I have a donut today? I don't know. Did I exercise? Did I, how many calories do you have? If that's what you have to do, you're going to tie yourself out. And the third time you go by that donut, it's going in your mouth, right? If you say, I'm not eating donuts for the next month, and the answer is no, and you pre-decided that, guess what? You can walk by that donut 20 times. It's no. Your brain already said no. You don't have to redecide. You don't have to have the argument conversation with yourself. It's already decided, so it's over, which saves the mental load and capacity that weighs on you with every decision you make. Every morning when I get up and I haven't figured out what workout that I'm going to do today is a day that I go, do I feel like going for a walk or do I want to run or do I want to lift weights? How am I feeling? And then pretty soon you're not doing anything because you haven't pre-decided. It just takes too much en mental energy to do that day after day, thing after thing, all day long. And by the end of the day, you're mentally exhausted because you have to figure each of these things out. And if you have the sheer willpower to make the right decision each time, that's amazing. But you're just not going to be able to keep up that energy all the time. And you're not going to make the decision correctly time after time after time after time. It's just too hard. You have to create it into planned out, pre-decided habits and routines. Next thing, prioritizing your routine choices, okay? When we're talking about the things that matter in your life and the vision that you have for your life, you need to have that prioritized down into the things that matter to you. For me, my spirituality is my number one priority. So if I'm gonna get up and I get up early, I get up at 4 a.m. pretty much every morning, first thing I'm gonna do on my habit routine is my first priority, and that is read my Bible and pray. If I wanna get things done and they're in order. Guess what? If I sleep in tomorrow and I, I have less time to figure it out, which hopefully I'm not doing, but it's going to happen. You're going to stumble. You're going to fail. I know what number one priority is, and that is get into my Bible, get my prayer time done. If I get woken up and there's a kid and there's puking and there's all these other problems with everything on and all of that's falling apart, priority number one, number one habit, number one routine is I'm going to go to my Bible. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to read it. I'm going to pray. I'm going to get that done. Okay, so prioritizing your habits based on your vision is what's important. So the next thing is like, is it your health? Is it your mental capacity? Is it your business? Some people get up early and they go straight to work because that's the priority that they have right now. And that's the number one thing that matters to them. That's okay. But you should make sure you prioritize your habits according to your priorities, your personal thing, your vision for your life. You need to have it aligned because if it means something to you and you engage with it, you might actually get it done. When? When should you set up your routine? And I have some pretty strong feelings about this. Not everyone's going to agree. I think you need to get stuff done in the morning. Most people don't get up early enough and they stay up too late. And if you take a real inventory of your time, once you get home after your workday, if you got your young kids or whatever, and you get them into bed and you've gone through everything, you, whether it's just you or you and your spouse or whatever, you're tired, you're exhausted, you've had 
a hundred things go wrong today. You've already completed the 50,000 tasks that you had to get done. You're not in any mood to spark up and do another round of something, right? If you take a time inventory, what happens between eight and 10 or 11 or whatever time you go to bed at night, what happens in there? We scroll our phones, we watch TV, we eat snacks, we make bad decisions. Cause guess what? Decision fatigue. We're tired. We're not in the mood to make good decisions. Do I go and get a thing of celery and carrots out of the fridge or do I go for the bag of chips? You know what you're going to decide. I know I struggle with it and I have pretty good willpower. So I think that if we take that chunk of time at the end of the day that we're staying up too late and we're making bad decisions and we trade it for the early hours of the morning when no one else is up to bother us with no one, when we're fresh and we're ready and we're sharp for the day. Yeah, do you know what? Not everyone's a morning person, but that's just a matter of breaking that habit for yourself. So I get up very early. I'm not saying everyone has to. 4 a.m. is the time that I like to get up, but I get up and I steal those first three hours of the day and they're mine. Nobody else in my house is really up and bothering me before 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. I get my workout in. I read my Bible. I pray. I get things done. I don't make bad decisions. I pick the right food that I pre-decided the day before to get my day going. And I get through all my habits, all the things that I want to get done today, all the priorities that really matter to me that I pre-decided because I made a vision for my life and this is the direction that I'm going. I'm getting them done in the morning before anyone is even awake. There's another thing about that feeling in the morning is when everyone else is getting up and getting going for the day, your family, your friends, your coworkers, everyone else, and you've already completed those things. There's a pride to that. There's a looking yourself in the mirror and going, you know what? I made the commitments that I made to myself and they're done. And that gives you the right footing to be confident and committed to killing the rest of your day. And guess what? You're going to be tired at nine o'clock at night and you're going to be looking for bed, but those hours were just going to be wasted anyways. Right. I, I get fighting for your evening hours because you put your kids to bed and you just want your me time now. Make your me time in the morning when your me time means something and you're going to do something that actually matters. That's going to move the needle and get you ahead. If you don't want to be great, you want to do anything awesome. If you don't want to move in the direction you want, sit on your couch, eat chips and watch Netflix. That's fine. But people who want marginal gains, people who want to do awesome things and reach for greatness, they set up routines and they take advantage of those early hours of the morning. How? Okay, we've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but again, habits are a matter of cue, action, reward. In order to get these things done, you need to create for yourself a cue, you need to take an action, and you need to get a reward at the end. It needs to be immediate, it needs to be right there. A reward doesn't mean you cram a donut in your mouth after you go for a run. A reward is looking yourself in the mirror when you're jacked after you've done a workout. The reward is, for me, making a post of my thoughts of my morning devotional. The reward is how I feel at the end of a meditation period. The reward is getting my whole habit stack done in the morning and feeling accomplished that I got something done. That's a reward, but you need to take a moment and let yourself feel that feeling and get that reward in, okay? Cues, cues are incredibly important as well. We need to intentionally create cues. An alarm is a cue. When your alarm goes off, it kicks your body into, what am I gonna do right now? And if you do the same thing after that cue every morning, the cue creates the action, which creates the habit, right? Now, here's a hack that really helps a lot, which is called habit stacking. So you actually make the action of your previous habit the cue for your next habit, and we stack them together. So an example of this is every morning you get up and you probably brush your teeth at some point, or you go change, go to the bathroom, brush your teeth. We already have a little habit stack happening there in our lives. Pretty much all of us have something like that. So what we wanna do is we wanna stack more habits on that. So for me, my alarm goes off, I get up, 
I put my workout clothes on. I walk over. I brush my teeth. After I brush my teeth, I go downstairs. I mix my morning drink with my pre-workout and my green stuff and all my junk that I put in my morning vitamins or whatever. Drink that. While I'm drinking that, I read my Bible. When I'm done reading my Bible, then I go pray. When I'm done praying, then I go and grab my headphones and my headlamp, and then I go for my run. And then when I'm done my run, I wake my kids up. And when my kids are wake up, I go have a shower. So you you follow the habit stack. It's the same routine day in and day out. And each cue cues the next habit, which cues the next habit, which cues the next habit, which keeps you rolling through your process. And you can be infinitely more efficient with your time. And it's a lot less hard to make each individual decision if you can jam all these habits into a thing. If every time you get in your car to drive to work, you want to listen to a positive podcast, get in your car, cue, set my podcast, listen to it on the way to work, do it the same thing every day. And pretty soon, there you go. You got to have it going. What am I looking for? As soon as I get in my car, I go, Vroom. oh, I want my podcast. Bang. It's there because you're cueing yourself and getting that cue to, to keep you on track with your habits, which then pay into your routines and the habits become routines and the routines become progress. Guess what guys, you're going to fail. I fail all the time. It's a fact of life. We all make a mistake. We all don't get up in the morning. We sleep in, we get sick. We have a fight with our spouse. Our kid is late for something. We have to take their tuba to the school when we were supposed to work out, whatever it is, you're going to have a problem and it's going to come up and you're going to fail. That's okay. But what you need to do beforehand is you need to plan to fail. You, if you already know, we've established that you're going to fail. But what you need to have is your rebound plan, your respark. What I'm going to do when I fail, when I fail, I'm going to do this and I'm going to start again tomorrow, no matter what. And then you hold that line, create a rebound plan, have a pre-decided outcome for when you fail so that you know, when you fail, that you can forgive yourself, move past it, not get too upset about it and just start again. It's okay. We all fail, right? We need a break. We need a rest. We aren't feeling it today. That's fine. Discipline will overcome that in time, but you need to have a rebound plan. Okay. The other thing that people make a mistake on is they go too extreme with their goals. Put yourself, putting yourself in a position where you're guaranteed to fail is not going to serve you well. So walls are built brick by brick, one brick at a time, one brick each day. Just show up and do the basic thing. Be a manageable amount. If you're, if you've never ran before, then don't go out and run 10 kilometers on day one, right? Walk one kilometer. And then when that starts being easy after a week, walk two kilometers or walk one and a half kilometers or whatever small increment up you want to go, but start with a manageable one that when you get up out of bed, you're not looking at a mountain to climb. You're looking at a hill to overcome so that you can give yourself the confidence that, Hey, one kilometer, no big deal. I walk one kilometer every morning. That's a walk in the park literally <laughs> right so one kilometer at a time becomes two kilometers becomes three kilometers becomes five kilometers and it becomes a manageable thing but it takes time to get there it's a marginal gain and so put the first brick down and make sure it's a brick that you can lift set yourself up for success by biting off manageable chunks another thing that's incredibly important that i had to learn along the way through much struggle and pain is that we need to plan and be intentional about rest we need rest Okay. I get up at 4am. I don't get up 4am every day, <laughs> right? I'd love to, and I have done it for sustained periods when I'm trying to make a big jump or a big push or create a habit. I'll hold myself accountable for a long time. But the big picture game is, is that you need rest and rest needs to be planned. It's part of your habit loop. It's part of your routine. You need to build it in because if you think that you're just going to go in and plow through everything and you're going to be a machine or an animal, you're not, you're a human. You're going to have rough days. 
you're going to get tired, you're going to get worn down, you're going to have an energy injury, you need rest. And so I create a rest plan for myself. I'm intentional about it. I go, okay, when I get to this point in the week, if I've worked three or four or five days or whatever, five day five is a rest day or day three is a rest day and day six a rest day. Or when I'm having my rest day, I'm just going to walk on those days or I'm just going to um, sleep in a little bit, get back caught up on my sleep. If you get up at 4 a.m. and you go to bed at 10 a.m. every night, you're going to get warmed down. I got to appreciate some people can go without sleep. I am not one of those people. I need my seven, eight hours a night, right? And so if I'm going six, I'm getting in deficit day after day. And I realize that I need to catch up on my rest. You're not going to heal upright. You're not going to have the right mental stability. You're not going to stay motivated if you're exhausted at all times. So you need to build rest into your plan. Your rest should not be your crash response. Many people have that. They go, 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 rest. And then they crash and they never get back up, right? You, everyone will crash eventually if they try to hold the line and hold the line and hold the line. Yes, discipline's great. Yes, a routine's great. Yes, habits are great, but we all have a breaking point. And so if we take the intentional rest when we know we need it to make sure we get our body healed, we get our mind healed, we get our relationships in a peaceful state where they have time to rest, where it's not always pressure, 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 we're going to be able to get bigger gains in the long run by building the rest into our plan. The other thing about all these routines and habits is that this is not a diet plan. Okay, we're not on a diet. We're not on a, a challenge all the time. We need to build our habits and routines about around our lifestyle. We have a lifestyle. And this is part of the vision aspect is that you need to create vision and lifestyle and routines and habits that are sustainable that this should be an infinite game. This is a lifelong plan. I want to do this type of exercise forever. I want to have this relationship with my wife and kids forever. I want to have a business balance and time and energy and progress that lasts forever, right? This is about sustainability, intentionality, and the long-term game. As long as you're consistently going upward, you will always get ahead. But if you're crashing constantly, you're never going to make the progress you need to have. And so that comes from a sustainable built-in rest pattern. Okay, guys, five years ago, me, I wasn't where I wanted to be with my relationships and my family. I wasn't where I wanted to be in my spirituality. I wasn't where I wanted to be in my finances, in my business, in my rhythms of life. I wasn't where I wanted to be with my health and my body and my fitness and my eating and all these things. All of those areas needed more of me than I was giving them. They needed more intentionality, they needed more energy, they needed more work. And I didn't know how to do any more at that time. I didn't have more in the tank. I didn't know what to do. And so the way that I worked through that and became more in each of those areas was by creating that vision and chunking it down into intentional habits and routines that made me more powerful in each area, it made me more intentional, it made me more effective, it made me get after it. And I had to realize that these routines and these habits were going to be the foundation that would take me up the steps in that way. The steps were so small and so marginal that you can't even realize, you don't even see them happening. They have to be millimeter by millimeter, inch by inch, you make each of them, but your routine keeps you moving in that direction. The people that I see in our, in our world, in my world, that don't seem to ever really get ahead, that don't seem to move, that don't seem to get there, they don't have habits and routines in their life. They flounder about and they become ineffective and they try something for a little bit, then they switch to something else, then they just, they're floundering, they're frustrated. I was there, I understand. 
what the problem is. But if you want to be more, you have to be consistent. You have to create a plan and you have to execute and you do that through habits and routines. So takeaway here, set up the vision you want for your life, chunk it into reasonable amounts, prioritize those amounts into the things that you want to do, stack your habits together, make good use of your mornings and create habits and routines that will help you get to where you want to get in your life. Have a good week, everyone.